Welcome to Game Tech Politics. My name is Raven, and today we have a special guest inside my little kitchen studio today. It's none other than my nephew, my uh, my brother's kid, Ian. Ian, it's good uh, to have you here, and it's probably kind of weird that you're doing a little podcast with me. I don't think that you've ever really um, known that I've done podcasts. It's kind of like my little secret hobby. So how how are you doing uh, today, Ian? Um, not bad. That's uh, good. Finally got moved in. Well, not completely moved in yesterday, but some of my stuff in here. And last night was the first first night in the new house. And it was nice. So nice, nice. So Ian's taking a little adventure. He's going to be staying with me for a few months just to get settled and to learn how to play the adult life. But today we are going back and we're going to have a discussion about uh, kid life. Um, and we, I wanted to do this topic with him because it was him and his cousins, Nathan and Garrett, that got me back into video game playing. And in uh, the first time that I started really getting into video games it was actually at your dad's house and I saw a guitar and a set of drums and I was like what in the heck is this and so I saw it connected to a PlayStation 2 and it was Rock Band uh, and I started playing it and automatically I was hooked so tell me, what was one of your very first video games you've ever played? So one of the very first ones that I played, um, or at least one of the big ones that I got into as a kid, was definitely like the original old campaign Call of Duty games for PlayStation 2 that really didn't have the online multiplayer, just had little campaigns and little like zombie games and stuff like that. Um, but that was really set my interest in like shooters. Now see, I played, I played the Call of Duty um with the campaign, not the online, mm -hmm. and I just, I thought it was horrible. It, it was definitely different, but that's kind of, like, once I started playing the Call of Duty is kind of when I got into the more multiplayer games, uh, once, so once Black Ops 1 came out, because that was the first Call of Duty that I now, actually Black played. Ops 1 was, was good. Yes, Black it Ops was 1 was really fun. good. Um, that was probably what really was set it off. 2010? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. So, so what was it about the? Sh so you basically got into shooters. You didn't get into like the uh, 2D scroll games like I not, did back not, when I was. A yeah, kid. not necessarily. No, it was it was mainly it was mainly the shooters is what really really hooked me. Okay, so what what what? So your your very first game that you can remember playing as a kid was what? Uh, very first game was probably the Galaga off of the Atari. Uh, my <laughs> wow! Yep, my that was like. 30 years before <laughs> yeah, your time, I man. Know. Um, yeah, no. So my grandma actually had an Atari. that my, It was my dad's old one. Um, and I used to sit there and play that thing. Me and my cousin Garrett would sit there and play that thing for six, seven hours between Pong and Galaga and Pac-Man. That was our top three. Well, and so so where was where was you playing the original Atari at? Uh, it was actually in grandma's bedroom. Um, well, you, so my mom yes. had an Atari. Wow, it was probably mine. Probably <laughs> more than likely, more than likely. But uh, so one of my very first video games, I can remember this. I was actually since 
since Christmas is coming up, I remember at five years old, I was at my cousin's house. And it, I think it, I think video games is kind of like a family thing because like, you know, you're always around, you, you never really play with your brothers or mm -hmm. sisters at all. You're always playing with your cousins, yep. you know? And one of my very first video games was Super Mario Brothers and Duck Hunt. Yep. And I went into my, and I literally, I've never seen a video game. I'm, I'm one of those farm boys. You, mm -hmm. you know, I, yep. I grew up on a farm. We had a black and white TV that was like 12 inches yep. and, and an antenna. So we had to sit there and turn the antenna and hold the antenna. And we could, we didn't really have entertainment when, when I was a kid. And so the, when I walked into that house and I saw, I saw somebody take my cousin taking and controlling a character on a screen, it was just, it was completely foreign to me. I did not, I was like, I was blown away by it. I didn't even know how to hold the controller. They taught me how to do all this, and and I thought, man, this is this is like something that that I could get into. And so we uh, we had about three or four kids there, and we was all taking turns, and and I was just blown away by it. I begged my dad, I begged my dad and my stepmom for a Nintendo, and sure enough, uh, for Christmas, I ended up getting my first NES system. And I played on a, a little 14-inch uh, TV, and uh, history's made from there. Now, with respect to my generation and your generation, you grew up in the PS2 era, correct? PS1, PS2. PS1, yeah. PS2. Mm -hmm. And the games are so different from, you know, from uh, the original NES to the Super yeah. Nintendo, um, even to the Nintendo 64. Now... Getting back into the history of it, do you know? Did you know that the reason why the PlayStation was ever created? Do you do you even know mm -hmm. that story? Mm -hmm. Okay, so the PlayStation was created. Uh, PlayStation Sony Sony basically was known for its Walkmans. Mm -hmm. You know what a Walkman yeah, is? Walkman, yeah, Walkman. Uh, a cassette uh, tape. Now, for you younger generations out there, cassette is basically a a uh, tape. It's, it's a piece of tape in a little um, rectangle uh, plastic plastic can, I don't, know I don't, I don't really it. know how to explain I don't it man know what to call it you pop it in and it plays yeah. and then the radio sometimes eats your tape mm -hmm. and then you're out you yeah. know yeah, 15 you sixteen dollars yep. but um, so Sony was known for that and they wanted to kind of expand on their uh, market and create new create new innovations and so Sony actually partnered with Nintendo hmm. now the reason why Nintendo and Sony partnered together was because uh, Sega Genesis was Nintendo's biggest competitor at the time Atari was already dying down they lost a bunch of money they were going through bankruptcy and Sega ended up creating Sega CD and it was a cheaper, well, it wasn't a cheaper way. It was just because ROM cartridges mm -hmm. that Nintendo had, th those were really cheap to make. Right. But the reason why Sega made these Sega CDs is because you could put more into the game. Mm -hmm. And so Sony and Nintendo wanted to capture that, wanted to capture that, um, that technology. 
and Nintendo was going to try to create something, and they so they partnered up with Sony because Sony was uh, popular in the the digital mm-hmm. uh, realm, and they ended up creating a console that was disc based console. Now at the I don't know exactly what happened. I'll have to read through the history of it. But basically, Nintendo parted ways with Nintendo or with Sony and said, "Ah, we're we're going to back out of this." And Sony basically said, "Well, f you. Mm-hmm. We're going to continue." Right. And that is how Sony created the PlayStation One. See, I did not know that. So, Nintendo, they're they're not they'll never go away. Uh, but they'll always be third. Yes. They will always be third. Yep. Of course, you can argue with me, well, what about the Nintendo Wii? The <laughs> Nintendo Wii had more sales yeah. than than any than any of them. Well, let me tell you, as far as in, uh, hardcore gamers, Nintendo will always be third. Yes. Now, uh, with the Sony PlayStation 1, you had games like Tomb Raider. Yep. Um, I, I can't even... I can't even really remember. Crash Bandicoot was a big one on mine. Crash Bandicoot, yep. yeah. And then, of course, I I honestly think that the reason why PlayStation was put on the map, I think, well, the PS2 mm-hmm. did a did a heck of a... Yeah. Uh, the technology with the PS2 is what really got, so, got Sony solidified yes. in, in the gaming world. But... Honestly, I think it was GTA. Yeah, I can agree with that. So, have you played the very first GTA? Uh, yes. So, I've actually played every single GTA they've ever made, um, including like some of the variations they made for like Liberty and things like that as well. Um, the first one that I remember actually playing and beating all the way through, though, was actually Vice City. Vice City. I, You know, I've only picked that up probably a couple times, and that was a long time ago. Really? Um, I think the only one that I actually played through uh, was GTA 4 and GTA 5. Okay. Those are the only two games that I um, really got into. Um, so, you know, this 10 years ago, when, when I saw those instruments and it was just a rhythm-based game, I thought to myself, man, this is like the best technology ever. And sadly, there's not a lot of rock band. Uh, well, rock band and Guitar Hero, they're done. Yeah. I'm I mean, I haven't had any. Th- th- uh, unless, unless they come out with a new game this this on these new consoles, I, I see them basically, you know, it's just a, a game that was a part of our history mm-hmm. and... and yeah, never more, and I, I don't understand that because it has a solid fan yes, base to it, does. it. So, what was it that did you get that for your for Christmas or for yeah. your birthday? So, tell, actually, tell us the story about that. So, the first time that I actually ever played any kind of like guitar hero or a rock band uh, was actually at my cousin Nathan and Garrett's house. Um, I was about nine years old, and they had some friends over, um, and there was probably about five of us over there. Well, when I walked upstairs to my cousin Garrett's room, I saw one of the guys on the guitar, and he was playing one of the hardest songs in the game on the highest difficulty, and I was like, I want to do that. So I tried it, and I failed. Well, then they kind of taught me how to play. They showed me how to use the guitar and like kind of how to hit the keys and stuff like that, and honestly, from the first song that I played and did good in, I was hooked. 
Um, I still play rock band to this day, to be honest, if I ever get the chance to. Now, see, I, I'm good on drums. I'm not really good, solid on the, the guitar, but on the drums, I can yep. kill it. See, I was good on the guitar. I was not good on the drums. Now, uh, your dad ended up buying that game. What was the story behind that? So, after I played it at my cousin's house, uh, for like the next year and a half, I had begged him and begged him to get me a rock band, um, rock band and guitar hero. Uh, he was always on this Madden kick, though. Well, finally, <laughs> yep. uh, one day I finally Your dad football. Yep, one December uh, we went over to my aunt's house, and I finally I, I actually sat him down and I showed him and I made him play the drums. Actually, he did awful, but it was funny to watch. I sat there and I made him play the drums, and I played the, the guitar with him, so he kind of like had an idea of how the game works and what it was like. Then I'm after his first song, he was like, "Okay, we're getting this for Christmas." So, and uh, from there, it was just kind of, that was me and my dad's tradition. We played every day. Yeah, that, that, that was a lot of fun, man. And, and Nathan and Garrett, they were, like, sick on it. Like, mm-hmm. they, they, they would play on expert level and, yeah. and just make it look so easy. flippin' easy. And I could, I played on, like, medium. Easy, medium, <laughs> medium was, like, the, the go-to for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, now I can play on hard now pretty well. And me and Garrett, actually, last year, we played a lot of... Uh, uh, Rock Band uh, 3 mm-hmm. on the Xbox One, I ended up buying a whole set, and he would sit there and borrow it from me like <laughs> for months on end. And I'm like, dude, just come down, let's play together. And so we bought like a whole bunch of songs. <laughs> we bought probably $50 worth of songs. And um, I still, I, uh, luckily, I still have his account. I, okay. I'm the one who gave him a girl farted. I'm the one who okay. gave him that, that account, account because that was my ex's account. And <laughs> she never played, so right. I, I figured, okay, it's a cool gamer tag, right. and I got a lot of games on it. You know me. Right. Uh, you can tell the audience, how many games do I have? Um, Every bit of over 150, I would say. between that That's just on the PlayStation. Yes, it, okay. The Xbox, I have... Probably over 300 Xbox One games. Now the PS3, my PS3 account. <laughs> that was a lot. That that was probably I'm Four talking close to a thousand games on just digital alone. It was nuts. Um, yeah, I I spent a lot of money on video games. Now um, you are trying to get me to play League of Legends. Yes. I have not picked that one up yet. Um, my nephew Nathan. Uh, was bugging me like crazy on his wedding night of all <laughs> nights. Uh, he was like, dude, you really need to play League of Legends. What is it about League of Legends that has everybody hooked? So really the game's been out for a really long time, and not still many people realize this, but League of Legends is actually the biggest multiplayer game still to this day. Um, it's been out since for about 11 years now. Uh, I personally like for about four, but... When it comes to like console games and Call of Duty games, I run into a problem where a lot of my games feel the same. With League, there's such a different variety of champions and so much... So what do you do? So it's a MOBA. Um, Basically, you have a top lane, a middle lane, and a bottom lane. Your middle lane is a single lane, your top lane is a single lane, and your bottom lane has two people in it. Well, then you also have a jungler. Um, in each lane, there are four turrets, and then you have the enemy nexus. Your goal is to destroy each one of the turrets, and then destroy the nexus. Each game generally lasts about 35 to 40 minutes, um, but no game is the same. 
Now, do you do you have like a team? Like, is it a team based mm-hmm. game only, or is it a single based so game, or is it both? It's it's actually basically it's only a team based game. So it's always five v five. Um, you have so you have a each each person has a laner or each team has three laners and then a support and a jungle, um, and then you have your so your bot lane you have two v two your middle and your top lane are one v one and then you're one v one in the jungle as well, but you play around your team to get your team ahead with certain roles. Now, do you have like a friends list that you normally play with like all the time? Um, I have a I've got about three people that I know personally that I play with. Uh, pretty much play their with databases. Nathan? I don't play with Nathan. Wow. I, I didn't know Nathan played League until actually you said something to me. Yes, dude. So. He, he is like all like all, uh, that's all he talks about. <laughs> and and so I'm going to have to download this game tonight and pick it up. I'll give you guys my own little review of it after uh, a few hours of gameplay. The game that I have been playing recently, uh, of course, uh, all the listeners know because I've been doing. Um, a series on the West game. Mm-hmm. Now I've told you about the West game. A West game is basically a, a real life strategy game. You basically uh, try to build up your town, build up your troops, and it's a war game. Mm-hmm. So you you go to war with um, people in your state. So if 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 your listeners, if if the listeners out there um, have not listened to my previous podcast and um, are new to the program. Um, the way that I can explain the West game is that you have a whole world, okay? You have a planet, and and then you have states within that planet. It's just like countries, okay? I live in S57, and we have, um, I would say, close to two to 300 active everyday players. We have more players than that in S57, but as far as in people that I can see playing on a daily basis, it's got to be in, in uh, close to five, three to five, two to five hundred, somewhere around that number. And then, of course, uh, out of everybody that plays, I would say 80 percent of them actually log on and play uh, either uh, every, every other day or weekly. Mm-hmm. And uh, the more you play, the the more you get built up. Mm-hmm. Um, it, there's a lot of drama in that game. There's a there's so much to that game because it's not just about gameplay. It's about politics. It's about like talking to people. They force you to interact with people. This game does, and they force you to kind of work together if you want to get big. You can play uh, single player, but let me tell you, if you play by yourself, you're not going to get as far as you could if you played with your alliance. So I'm gonna to have to check out League of Legends though, because it it does seem interesting. When I when I hear League of Legends, it makes me think of like superheroes. Yeah, I can you, see. You that. know what I mean? Because like you have the the super. What what are the, some of the superhero games that that uh, people play? Um, Marvel DC. You have like Marvel Universe. They're like Marvel Mortal Universe Kombat yeah. games. Is it anything like that? Not at all. Um, Not at all. So okay. with this game, it's the overview of the map. You actually look like you're on top of the map, kind of. And then you have your character. Um, but with League, like, the thing that... The, one of the biggest things with League with me is the amount of different animations and different kind of styles that you can play the game. So you have, like, different time, kinds of champions that do different things, like fighters, assassins, mages, things like that as well. Um, but... 
<clears throat> now you play on a PC, correct? Mm -hmm. I yes. mean, is that the? Can you play on your mobile? So they're that they're still in the works on progress with that. Um, I know on iPhones right now, I believe they have a game out called Wild Rift, which is supposed to be the same thing as League. Um, they have like different variations that League and Riot has nothing to do with um, that are kind of like League of Legends, but. Uh, here in the next two months, they're supposed to be dropping on Android and then as well as console here soon. Okay, so we're getting into Christmas time, and of course, at Christmas time, most people buy consoles, mm -hmm. and we are having we have two big consoles that come out. We have the PS Five and the Xbox Series X. Uh, have you have you at all studied about any any one of those consoles? I really haven't. Um, you know what, and, and I really haven't either. I, I mean, of course, my my job is to you know figure mm -hmm. some of this stuff out. I have to a certain extent, but honestly, they've not excited me as much as like the Xbox One or the PlayStation right. Four. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know why that is. I think it's just because they have taken and I think the gaming. Uh, companies out there have really pushed and marketed uh, new consoles. It's like we have to have a new console every two years now. Right. You know, you had the Xbox One, and then you had the Xbox, uh, the Xbox One X. Mm -hmm. um, well, you had the Xbox One S. Mm -hmm. uh, you had um, the PlayStation Four. Then you had the PlayStation Four Pro. Oh, you know. Um, with these new consoles, I'm just curious as to how much of a big change is there going to be? Because you had Xbox 360 and the PlayStation 3, and then when the Xbox uh, Xbox One came out and the PlayStation 4, there was there was certain changes. Mm -hmm. There was kind of big changes um, with the Xbox One uh, and the Xbox 360. The changes were, of course, the graphics are uh, so obvious uh, in, in power. Um, and also, you had the controllers. The controllers on the Xbox One is much better than the Xbox yes. 360. Yes. Um, and then I think the controllers for the PlayStation 4. Now, a lot of people will disagree with me. And that's okay. Uh, it's, it's all right to be wrong every once in a while. But... Um, the PlayStation 4 and the PlayStation 3 controllers, I like the PlayStation 3 controllers a lot better than the PS4. And I don't know I don't know why uh, a lot of people like the PS4 controllers. Have you, have you played? I have. Okay. Um, I personally, I'm going to have to agree with you on that one, though. I really do like the PS3 controllers better. Um, I don't know if they were if it was just more comfortable to the hands they were a bit smaller or if it was just the way the joysticks were designed without the little indentions on the top that always kind of bothered me too now no now when you were growing up you knew me to be what what console was my favorite you were always PlayStation always, always PlayStation, PlayStation. Uh, we had arguments <laughs> I'm talking like at Thanksgiving Christmas yep. me. And of course, Ian was you know on the bandwagon of, of Nathan and Garrett because you guys are <laughs> you guys have to form uh, right. an alliance against their mm -hmm. their favorite uncle. <laughs> um, you guys harped on me so much for liking the PlayStation Three more than the Xbox Three Hundred and Sixty. Why was you guys giving me a hard time on that? You know, honestly, I think me being a kid that was a lot because I was always a PlayStation fan too. 
I've always been a PlayStation fan. I think that was just me kind of jumbling band my way to give you a lot time. So you had, but, to, you had to agree yeah, with Nathan exactly. and Garrett. Exactly. But uh, uh, the reason why I liked the PlayStation was it was a far better console. Mm-hmm. It had the Blu-ray DVD player. It had so much more than the Xbox 360. And when the PlayStation first came out, the PlayStation 3 first came out, a lot of people won't remember this, but it was a 40 gig hard drive. Mm-hmm. So it was a small hard drive. Yeah. Uh, but it had a it had the other OS, mm-hmm. and remember last night you asked me you said look I have another uh, operating system on my computer it's called Linux mm-hmm. um, well, you know can you teach me a little bit about it and I basically told you it was an open source operating system right. you could do a lot with it but it did have its, its limitations, uh, limitations. Mm-hmm. now. Um, with the original PlayStation Three, you could literally put Linux operating system on the PlayStation Three console. Did you know that? I did not. Yes. Yeah, so the other OS was a big feature that a lot of gamers absolutely loved mm-hmm. because you could actually have an operating system on your gaming console. And so um, when when hardcore nerds heard about that. They immediately went to the PlayStation mm-hmm. uh, console, right. and the Xbox 360 console. Um, I'm not. I'm not quite certain what the grasp, besides the Kinect, yeah. Um, what the grasp of the differences of uh, of the console? Why people gravitated and, and argued with me for days about how the police or Xbox was so much superior. When in all reality, the PlayStation was far superior. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I think that the controllers, uh, people really gravitated towards the Xbox 360 controllers a lot more than the PlayStation 3. But me, I like the ergonomics yep. of the PlayStation 3 controller. It was very even. The Xbox 360 was kind of lopsided with my yes. thumbs. So I didn't really care for that too Battery much. Too, that um, but back to the other OS, the reason why... Um, you probably are not familiar with the o- o- the other OS is because the PlayStation actually, the Sony uh, found that a lot of players were using the other OS to download pirated games, and they could put those games on the hard drive mm-hmm. instead of having to have the disc. And so the Sony was like, "Okay, we've got to do something about this. We're losing money." I don't think that they was losing that much money. But um, they did it, however, they did an update. You know how Sony is. They do an update every two days. And they basically took the other other OS off of the um, software. That made a lot of people mad. Mm -hmm. Do you remember the Sony hack? I do. I do remember the Sony hack. I was affected by it. I don't know if you remember, but my uh, ex-girlfriend, Jamie... Do you remember her? I do remember Jamie. Okay, so um, Nathan Garrett was kind of close to Jamie. Mm-hmm. They, um, she, she ended up seeing them a lot. But um, our credit card was actually we had. I was going to work. It was like six o'clock in the morning, and I, I, you know, I was getting my clothes on, my suit and tie, and and I ended up getting a call. Uh, from the credit card company saying, okay, have you made any purchase? Uh, you know, are you guys in England right now? And I'm like, no, we're not in England. And they basically, uh, make a long story short, they said that somebody purchased a World of Warcraft account, which sounds something like I would do. Right. Um, and uh, some Persian boots, which <laughs> sounds like 
something Jamie would do. Right. So I was just like, uh, no, it, it does sound like us, but no, um, we are not in England. And it was around the time that the PlayStation hack happened. Mm -hmm. And there, there was no other way that they would have gotten our credit card. Right. We didn't do any other online purchases at all other than on our so, uh, console. PlayStation console. Um, and, you know, Amazon wasn't huge uh, then. Um, so, so basically, the other OS was taken off by Sony. And a lot of hackers and a lot of, uh, you know, computer nerds out there were so pissed off about it. That, that they basically, um, a group called Lizard King, or uh, they're kind of like a side version mm -hmm. of Anonymous, mm -hmm. uh, hacked into the PlayStation Network and shut it down for three months. Three months we could not play online. Of course, Xbox fans Everybody like Garrett, Nathan, mm -hmm. and, and you yeah, were hounding me and making fun of me because, <laughs> oh, you guys can't play online. <laughs> it was not funny, let me tell you. It was the most awful awful experience and aggravating because <laughs> excuse me because uh the new uh we, we just had the black ops come out we, black you know ops yeah and it was yeah. just like no black ops 2 hadn't came out yet but black ops was came out and and we just uh we couldn't play that for months and it was just a sad experience um so with the new consoles that's come out there's really nothing other than, than more power and, and you can't get any more better graphics. I mean, 4K graphics on this console, it's going to be all 4K, which I, I love. You, I have the best TV yes. and I have the best theater system. Yes. Uh, that's one of the this reasons why Ian, that's probably the only reason why Ian wanted to stay <laughs> with me. But um, so I just don't, I don't have any any excitement towards these new consoles that's come out because I have I have the Xbox One X mm -hmm. which plays all 4K anyways and it's a pretty powerful console yeah um, so do you plan on if if do you plan on getting a new console in the future at some point yes like how um, long like I would say I would say I'm probably gonna wait a year and a half two years after they're out see that that's the thing is a lot of gamers like yourself mm -hmm. and and myself included I'm itching to get one just because you know me. Right. I, I have to get newest, it. Um, I probably won't buy it this Christmas, but I, I might pick it up early next year mm -hmm. just to, you know, so you just to it. say I, I have one and, yeah. and see what the hype is all right. about. And, uh, I'll probably either trade my Xbox One X in to get a Series X. Now, the story behind me switching from PlayStation to Xbox, you know this story. Yes. It is because PlayStation soured me. Now, I was, of course, I was the biggest PlayStation fan ever. I had a, an American count, and then I also had a friend who lived in Texas that was from Japan, and he had the PAL version of the PS3, which gave him access to the Japanese store. So I had a, I didn't have a Japanese account, but I had access to a Japanese account, and I could play American games and Jap weird, weird Japanese <laughs> games. So the reason why PlayStation soured me is because I have so many PlayStation 3 games, and that when the PlayStation 4 came out, uh, we were we were in line, me and my ex was in line to 
uh, get a console on Black Friday, and I was sitting there thinking to myself, okay, Nathan, Garrett, my little brother, they all play Xbox. They're all going to get an Xbox. I might as well get an Xbox. And the reason why it was decided for me, it wasn't, it wasn't just that reason. It was because PlayStation 4 wasn't backwards compatible. No, not at all. <clears throat> that pissed me off. I was upset about that as well. And Xbox One was. Mm -hmm. So you could pop in a Xbox 360 game in, mm -hmm. and it's playable. It's fine. Um, and now you can't put in any Xbox 360 game, right. but the most popular ones, plus you know about 200 others. Mm -hmm. I think they had their their backlog is like 300 to 400 games, Sounds something right. like that. Uh, and then the PlayStation, what they came out with was PlayStation Now. Yeah. Uh, PlayStation Now was basically a um, digital uh, gameplay, and it's you have to be online to play it, and I found that, you know, if you live in a rural area or if you live in a town that does not have like fiber optic internet, you cannot play on PlayStation Now. It's just a waste of money because it lags so much. It, it's it's a constant lag, and you you will play for ten seconds, wait thirty seconds, play for another five minutes, wait thirty seconds. I just couldn't do that. And so it really just pissed me off that PlayStation kind of screwed their customers over with the thousands of dollars that I put into PlayStation 3. And then, you know, and I was loyal. Mm -hmm. I mean, I was very loyal. Uh, I was a part of the PlayStation Reward, the first PlayStation Rewards beta. I tested okay. that. I got the T-shirt. Remember my mm -hmm. black T-shirt with the Japanese mm -hmm. imprint that said PlayStation on it? And I got a little thank you card. I got a lot of uh, free avatars, free games, uh, the whole nine yards. Uh, and so I went and switched over to Xbox. I love the controllers a lot better. I gotten used to yeah. uh, how the controllers handle. And then I, I picked up the PlayStation 4 and I'm glad that I switched to Xbox One because it's just, uh, it's a better console. Uh, the, the only thing that I miss is the games. The uh, PlayStation does have better games. Mm, I, I can agree. You know, with Uncharted, that. Uh, Little Big God Planet, God of War, Fat Princess. Mm -hmm. You have uh, you know, Santa Monica game. Studios, which is one of my favorite yeah. game um, game developers. Um, Ubisoft, uh, of course. Ubisoft is a it's they Xbox. play on all consoles, but Ubisoft has a really good relationship with PlayStation, yes. so they they get a lot of extra content out there um, but in regards to the new consoles I'm just gonna wait for a while and, and uh, maybe I'll pick up a place I'll, maybe I'll pick up both of them uh, again but um, so we're at that moment where we're gonna do a plug what is a video game uh, it doesn't matter what era it is um, besides League of Legends what is a video game it could even be on the mobile that you would uh, want people to check out? That's a good question. Um, a good game that I have been playing a lot here recently, uh, which I really didn't think I would get into, uh, is actually Need for Speed Heat. I have that. I, you do have that on your Xbox. I saw yeah. it last night. <laughs> um, I actually didn't play that until about a week and a half ago. Um, I went to a friend of mine's house, and we were... We were playing Need for Speed, and he had most one, and he had the Heat as well. 
while I played most wanted back on the original PlayStation 2 and really enjoyed it. Um, but any games after that on PlayStation I never could get into when it comes to like racing games. Um, but once Need for Speed The Heat came out about a year and a half, two years ago, I think, um, I really wasn't into it. I uh, played it for the first time a week ago when I was hooked. I played it for about 12 hours that day. Um, the graphics are really nice. The things, the amount of stuff that you can do with cars now is also really, really nice when it comes to the game as well. I, I ended up picking that up on sale. I can't remember exactly how much I paid for it, but it was on sale, so I had to get it. Mm -hmm. I think it was less than $20. I know that. And um, finally, I mean, seriously, finally we have a good need for speed. Yes. Um, I, you know, a lot of people hated on the Need for Speed Rivals. Mm -hmm. I liked it. I really did. I enjoyed it because it kind of went back to its old roots yeah. a little bit with the cops and them trying mm -hmm. to, you know, pull you over and stuff. Um, Need for Speed Heat, it has a mixture of everything. Yes. It has a lot of the, the newer stuff that they've, newer content that they've put out, but it also puts in a lot of old content. Um, which I'm more of the old content type of guy. I like the originals where, you know, you were trying to get away from the cops, the cops were trying to wreck you, and, and I, I like that. And also, you know, you could be a cop and, and try to stop people. We don't really see that in, in a lot of the mm -hmm. new Need for Speed games. So, uh, yeah, Need for Speed Heat, uh, if, if it's on sale, I recommend you get it. I, I wouldn't pay the full price for it. It's just not worth the, the you know, $60. But if it's under 20 definitely, definitely get it. And I think even, like, Christmas sales, you probably could get it under $10. Yeah. Um, one of the games that I, I believe pretty much, I bet you 90% of the listeners have played this. But for the 10% that haven't, you guys really need to check out Red Dead Redemption 1 and Red Dead Redemption 2. I recommend you play in the first one first. It doesn't matter which one you play first, mm -mm, actually. It doesn't. Um, if you want to play the second one first and then uh, learn what happened before the first one happened, uh, that's that's a good way to play. Um, uh, the first one, honestly, to me, have you finished Red Dead Redemption 1? Yes, yeah, so I have finished the first one. I haven't finished the second one. Okay, so you completely finished yes. the first one. Mm -hmm. What the fuck moments. <laughs> I'm serious. Like, like the ending. Yeah, the ending was mind-blowing. The ending was... I honestly... I would have to put it up there with the... I'd at least the top, top three. three yeah. Top three sure best top endings two. of video game history of all time. 100%. I mean, no question. Mm -mm. So, you thought you beat the game. Yeah. You thought you beat the game, and... You're riding on the mountain on a horse. Do you remember the music? <laughs> yes. The music was amazing. Yes, it was. In the background. And it was like a serene, peaceful, mm -hmm. relaxing song. And you're thinking, champion, right. just beat the just game. Done. And then another cutscene comes to play. And uh, the little boy is all grown up. Mm -hmm. You know, he's a teenage boy now. Mm -hmm. um, what was his name? Jack? Jack. Yep. Yeah, Jack. So Jack's Jack's a teenage boy, and then the uncle um, was in the last scene, and of course um, you had uh, 
not Morgan, because Morgan's in the second one. You're playing as Morgan, but um, John. Huh? No. The 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 main character. Why why am I uh, brain farting on that? Um, the main character of Red Dead Redemption. John Marston. 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 Yeah, John Marston. So you have the you have John Marston, you have Jack, and then you have the uncle in the last scene, and. I'm gonna. This, this is a spoiler alert. So shut off the podcast right now. I'm giving you a few moments because if you haven't played this and you you want to play it, and we're we're piquing your interest, but let's go back to it. So there's your spoiler alert. This is your last chance to shut off the podcast. So you're at the end of the game and you're in the barn with all three of them. And you think that you beat this, and it's just you. you I, I honestly thought, okay, this is just a little cutscene, mm-hmm. maybe to introduce you to the second game, right? You know, maybe something's going to happen to get you into the mm-hmm. second game. And then all of a sudden, John Marston tells his son to get into the house, go hide his mom, don't come out of the house, son. Whatever you do, his uncle gets shot. He dies right in front of the mm-hmm. son and, and John Marston. And you see the government, the government of the United States surrounding the property of John Marston. John Marston runs through the barn. Uh, They surround the barn. He kicks open the door and your red red eye comes on, your dead eye comes on. And you think, okay, maybe I have to just take all of them out. Maybe I can do this. So I, I heat up, I at red X every single person and shot after shot after shot and you're thinking, okay, maybe I can do this. No, no. Your character dies. You don't win the game. You are a failure in life and you lose the game on purpose. And I just thought, man, that is absolutely awful. I was heartbroken, I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, I really was. I was like, because with the what story, the you, fuck? you were so entailed with Marston and his family throughout the yes. entire game, and then it at was the very a, end, they took it away. Yeah, it was such a like you were in cap, like you felt like you were John Marston, right? And you felt like you have a connection with his family. Mm-hmm. You have a connection. You feel sorry for the guy. Yep. He's pretty much blackmailed mailed into going on these adventures by the government. Mm-hmm. Basically, the government says. Dude, if you don't do this, we're going to kill you. Right. You know, you were a lawbreaker back then, which was true. Mm-hmm. He was a John Marston he was, was an, an animal. He was an animal. He was a. He, so the second game, which Ian hasn't played through, I played. I beat it. I had to beat it because I thought you know the first one was one of the best games ever created. Um, the second one, uh, you. Finally, you're not playing as John Marston. You're playing by a guy named Morgan. and But John Marston is in the game. You are uh, He is one of your uh, gang members. And basically, you get to see his personality. And Morgan was also kind of like John a lot. You know, he, had, he struggled with moral dilemmas all the time, you know. Um, but... And, and, and a side note, you can get away from the story of the game and play your own little game in Red Dead Redemption. You can go do whatever you want to do. You can go hunt for animals. You can go gamble all day long. 
you can do little side missions to you know uh, capture um, uh, wanted people. Uh, so there's just so much to this game, but with with the story based, you know, you play it as Morgan, you get kind of get to see who John Marston was and why he was wanted by the government, why the government blackmailed him because he was one of the good guys of the gang. Um, but the 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 gang did a lot of like Bad stuff. Evil, evil stuff, stuff. Yeah. yeah. So I just recommend you guys check Red Dead Redemption out. I think that um, you guys are gonna love it. I know uh, my um, chancellor from the West game. She has not picked it up yet, and I've been trying to get her to uh, check it out. So hopefully this podcast does just that. Okay, we're gonna wrap things up. I appreciate you guys taking and listening. If you're on Parlor, follow me at Game Tech Politics. I did cancel my Twitter account because uh, I do not like the uh, censorship that Twitter has been brought brought out. So, if you guys are on Parlor, check me out. It's um, Game Tech Politics. And if you get into the West game, I do want to make a correction. Uh, somebody, uh, a lot of people have been pointed pointed out my podcast in the past. So if you do download the West game, your town center has to be level four or lower in order to switch states, not level five, as we uh, suggested. It's actually level four. So do not upgrade your town center past level four if you want to move to a different state. So that's one of my corrections. Um, Until we uh, do this again, uh, this is Game Tech Politics signing off. Uh, Thanks for listening. Subscribe, like, and comment wherever necessary. But mainly, just tell people about this podcast.